Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Show, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Friday to you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. It is Friday, September 23rd, 2016, and welcome to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show. As always, it's great to be with you. Hope everybody's having a fantastic uh, start to the weekend, that you have a great week, that you're making progress in your life, and that you're reaching your goals. So, as always, it's great to be with you again and to share the awesome message of empowerment. So what I want to do, I want to take a very quick moment and I want to welcome my first-time listeners to the show. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of the Jamel Sanders Show. It's so great to have you, but this is so much more than a show. This is a platform that we have created to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. And every week, through fascinating stories and intriguing guests, we want to help you live a very very incredible, awesome life. So thank you so much for being with us. I want to take a moment and welcome my regular empowerment community and family to the show. Thank you for always being a support of this show. I really appreciate it. I want to give a special shout-out to Robert Wesley Branch um, because he let me know that he was going to be watching. And, of course, everybody knows Robert Wesley Branch is a long-time Um, supporter of of the great work that we've been able to do. So thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Everybody, welcome. Hope that you're doing great today. Uh, But we we believe in connecting deeper than the show. So connect with us on facebook.com forward slash Jamel Sanders INTL. The Twitter handle is Jamel Sanders. You can also connect at Instagram at Unlimited Greatness. You can connect on Snapchat. The handle is Jamel Sanders. And, of course, you can always connect with us at JamelSanders.com. And for all of my social media platforms, because I didn't go through all of them today, you can go to JamelSanders.com right on our homepage. We have a link to all of my social media networks, so that will help you connect with us better in the days to come. But we would love to connect and do life with you. And while you're on the website, take a moment and sign up for our email empowerment newsletter. It goes out every week around the world without fail. Uh, We don't miss a week. It goes out all the time, and so many people are always uplifted and blessed by it. So I think it will be a great benefit and a great blessing to your life. So definitely sign up and be a part of that. Uh, Check out my blog and different things while you're there on the website. Also, um, speaking of all of that, um, just uh, remember to – Uh, Stay connected there. Find out more about different programs and initiatives and things that we're doing around the world. Our latest book club book is Quiet by Susan Cain. It is a phenomenal book, um, and I think you'll get a lot of value out of it. It's kind of different for me, um, I tell you, 
Um, a lot of times I'll pick a very positive, very uplifting book, which, you know, I I just believe in uplifting content and information for people. It's enough going on in the world. So let's, let's, let's keep it as positive as we possibly can. But this book is so good. It's going to provide you with so much value and insight that you can really add and apply to your life. And so um, I want you to and get a copy of Quiet by Susan Cain. If you have any introverts in your life, if you're a very extroverted person that doesn't understand how to connect with other people, you need to get a copy of this book. It's going to help you in your life, in your relationships, in your business, and everything that you're doing, especially in your leadership. So get a copy of the book, um, and I think it's going to just be a great benefit and a great blessing to you. So that's it about that. Of course, my latest um, book is out, Unbreakable, the Unbelievable True Story of Jamel Sanders, How I Turn Obstacles into Major Opportunities and Setbacks into Success in My Life. So uh, a lot of people, like, you tell us bits and pieces of the story. What's the whole story? There's not enough tape and time to go through it, but we put it in a book, and it's going to benefit you in a great way. So many people have reached out to me and expressed how, uh, my life story has just so inspired them. It's helped them understand some things about their journey and their lives, and I just think that you're going to just get so much value out of it. It, it, it. It's very raw. It's very real, and I really just walk you through the journey and the progression and how you get to a place of success and all the things that you see today, the branding and all of that great stuff, how did we get there? It's all in the book. So you can get the book, JamelSanders.com. It's also available through Amazon.com and your other book distributors or download it on your Kindle Nook or e-reader device. So what I want to do, I want to take a very quick break, and I want to get into this, but I don't know if exactly if I'm going to go the traditional route of the show today. There's so much going on in the world so I want to kind of talk about what's going on in the world when we come back. Okay, we'll be right back. You're listening to The Jamel Sanders Show. Empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. All right, welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. I, I want to speak for a few moments about uh, the situation. Everybody knows about the situation um, that's going on in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's where I was born and raised, and there's a lot of attention on Charlotte right now, and not necessarily the kind of attention that Charlotte likes to uh, receive. We're a banking hub. We're a sports city. Um, it, it, it's a tight-knit community. I mean, there's things that we have to work on, but what we've seen over the last few days has been interesting. In case you're not in America and you're in another part of the world, there is a lot going on right now. Um, we're in the middle of 
a very interesting situation. We're dealing with the death of uh, Mr. Keith Scott, and um, there are allegations that the situation wasn't handled correctly by the Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department, and so it it sparked outcry. And because of social media, um, the crowds grew large very quickly, and the city quickly went from calm to chaos in a matter of moments. And of course, you've seen uh, the devastation and the different things on the news over the last few days. And so it, it it's been a very interesting situation. It's kind of heartbreaking. Um, when you're from the area and a town is such a staple for us in the Charlotte area and the community is a beautiful place and everybody's always uptown. There's always something going on. And to see that uh, was very, very interesting and very, very heartbreaking to see uh, such tragedy going on in our community. And my prayers uh, go out to the family of uh, Mr. Scott, his wife, his children, uh, all of those that are grieving in this time and this situation. It's a very tense situation in Charlotte. I was so glad to see such peaceful protest on last night and to see so many leaders from the faith community out with the protesters and able to de-escalate and defuse situations. It was so great to see that. And it's a staple and a pillar of how um, important faith has been and community has been in our local area. But at the same time, there's a lot of questions that are left unanswered. There are a lot of things that we don't quite understand. There are a lot of things that don't quite make sense about what happened and how we should be dealing with it and how we should be processing it and where are the missing links and the missing pieces. And so I'm very curious to see what will happen uh, over the next few days and the next few weeks, hoping that we get some transparency and some honest answers because more than anything, you know, people have been asking for my opinion. Media outlets have been asking for my opinion because they know I'm from the area. And I have not spoken at length like I've spoken about a lot of, you know, police shootings and things because I feel like you continue to say the same message again and again. I mean, I spoke about Ferguson. I spoke about Baltimore. I spoke about the Garner case. I've spoken literally on almost every major shooting. And so I feel like the message kind of becomes repetitive and the same. And, 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 and the reality of the situation is this, that we all really want answers. We want truth. We want to find out exactly what happened. Uh, we don't want any uh, fallacies or false interpretations or truths. We just want to know what happened, and we want to get to the bottom of what happened. And I think when you continue to have situations around the country, why do we reach such a tipping point? We reach such a tipping point in the world because people want answers. And when um, we continue to encounter situations and circumstances where answers don't come forth, it creates this friction and tension within your culture and society, and it reaches a hold because it reaches a head, excuse me, because people begin to feel like they're not being heard, they're feeling like justice isn't coming, they're feeling like they're dealing with a system that is unbalanced in its dealings and its perspectives about justice. And so 
my prayer and my hope, my desire uh, for our community and for Charlotte and for the world and especially this nation is that we will really come to a place of transparency, that we will really come to a place of truth, that situations like this will not just happen and we push it under the rug, but that it starts real conversations in our society. It's time for us to have real dialogues across party lines, across ethnicities, across groups and social classes. We need to have conversation, and we need to be mature enough to be able to have conversations and to speak about injustices and inequities and different things that we see happening in the world and how we can begin to work toward resolution. We can't just throw things away and say it doesn't exist or it doesn't happen. Uh, What I always tell people is what you are in denial about doesn't diminish. And a lot of times in our culture and society, We just want to write things off. I've heard some very troubling comments from different groups over the last few days with differing opinions and perspectives about what's going on. But the reality of the situation is that really began to have um, some straight talk and some straight conversations about what's happening in the world. And so what I hope is that this doesn't get overshadowed by the rioting because I'm not for rioting, I'm not for destruction and tearing up our city and our community because that doesn't solve anything. But what I am for is getting to the bottom of what happened and getting established in what those truths are and how we can begin to move our community together uh, so that we can see change come forth. It's time for change to come forth. We can't just keep talking about it. We can't just keep rallying and coming up with the cute slogans and the catchphrases, but it's time for us to come to a place of real change, real solutions in the world so that we can really see progress and advancement. And so that's what I'm hoping will come out of this situation. I'm hoping for peace. I'm praying for peace for the Scott family. I'm praying for peace in the community. I'm praying for peace in the nation that we will understand, not just Mr. Scott. Let me focus also on Terrence Crutcher and the situation that just happened in Tulsa. Um, my, My prayer in both of these situations right outcomes will come forth and that this won't just be another situation, this won't just be another incident, but that we can really begin to move forward and we can really begin to see uh, the results and the things that we want to see happening and manifesting in our city and in our community. And so I believe that it is so vitally important that we Um, begin to have straight talk, begin to have straight dialogues, because there is so much happening in the world. And I believe that the United States of America, I've, I've been saying this for years now, but I really believe this, that we have really hit tipping point. We have really hit critical mass in this nation. And that if we don't make a sharp turn really, really soon, Um, that we're going to see some very, very dark days uh, in the United States of America. I feel like, and I'm being very careful with how I word the verbiage about this, but I feel as if there are a lot of issues and things that we have just pushed under the rug and we have tried to avoid them and we have tried to convince ourselves of things that don't exist, but they are there and they are not going anywhere. And we have to begin to really 
and talk about these issues so that we can see uh, transformation and change beginning to take place in our nation. And so I think this is such an important time. This is such an important moment. This is such an important issue that we really need to begin to address so that we can move forward as a nation and we can begin to heal. You know, one of the things that has baffled me when situations like this happen in America is the fact that everybody's like, you need to kind of get over it and go on. But the reality is that we cannot heal something that we're avoiding. And so the media coverage may stop and the protests may stop, but we still have avoided dealing with the real issue. And it's wonderful that we're having dialogue and conversation right now, but these conversations have to be ongoing. These discussions have to be ongoing, and they can't just be community discussions. We need to have discussions with law enforcement. We need to deal with how policing is done. We need to deal with how interactions are done. We need to have very, very tough dialogue and conversation if we're going to move forward and really produce a progressive society because I feel like we have um, come under the guise of being a progressive society, but we have a lot of antiquated systems and ways of doing things that we really need to address and deal with if we're going to move forward and see real progress and change in the world. And so I really believe that we we have really hit a very uh, critical place. We've hit a very critical point in this nation, and it's time for change to come forth. It's time for us to stop talking about it and to become anybody that follows my work. You know, I'm not about a whole lot of talking. I believe in becoming a vehicle and an avenue for change and transformation in the world. And so now is that time, now is that moment, now is that opportunity to use the power of your voice and your collective conscience to make a difference in the world and the communities around you. And so I hope that you will really take a moment and understand what's going on. I know that all kinds of people from all walks of life follow this show. And so I know that this, this some people may not understand everything, but try to understand, try to learn, try to research, try to have conversation, reach across the line, reach across the table, and let's really begin to start some impactful dialogue and conversation about how we can move forward. And I'm not just one for talking. Let's come up with real solutions, real strategies that we can put into play so that we can see some different outcomes in this nation. Because as I've been saying all week long, enough is enough. Um, Enough murders, enough senseless violence, enough, enough, enough. We don't know all the circumstances of the situation, and we don't have to understand all of the circumstances of the situation, but it's still a life. It's still a human being. And so justice has to come forth. Answers have to come forth. Right now, there's too much that's left unknown, and we need answers. That family needs answers. They can't even get to close. You have to get to closure before you get to healing. And so everybody's like, yeah, they need closure. But after they get the closure, which I hope they do get, they have to heal from this because this is a tragic situation. And not only do they have to heal, the entire nation has to heal. One of the things that has been so amazing that I have loved about the protest, the positive, because there's a difference between protesters and rioters, so let's establish that. What I've loved about the protesters is 
the different um, varieties of ethnicities and cultures and people that have all come together because they want answers and they want to see the right thing done in this situation. And that is such a powerful demonstration in a time where there's so much tension and so much going on in the world that people can unite together for a common goal and the common good. And so as we go throughout this weekend and, you know, there's so much uncertainty around our city, so many events have been canceled, NFL is still making a decision. My hope is that the the behavior of a few do not undermine the efforts of the many and that we can really bring attention and awareness to the things that we need to bring awareness to and that we can see progress and momentum as a community and that we can go forward as a nation. Um, That's my prayer. That's my hope. That's my desire um, that we will really channel that energy because the anger, all of those things is energy and that we'll channel that into an effective avenue Um, so that we can see real change in the world. I know that people are hurting. I'm not insensitive. I understand that people are hurting. I understand that people are going through so much right now. There's so much pain. There's so much that people don't understand. There's so many answers that haven't come, and I get that. But at the same time, we have to fuel that energy in the right direction And let's not forget the cause. Let's not forget what it's about. And so what I would tell you today, because, you know, people always want to know what I think about these issues, Uh, what I would tell you today is to protest peacefully. Keep marching. Keep using the power of your voice and collective consciousness to work towards solutions and answers and justice but let's do it in a peaceful manner. Let's let's respect our communities. Let's respect ourselves and our communities, and let's do this the right way. And let's show the world the beauty of Charlotte, North Carolina, because Charlotte, there are some incredible people in Charlotte, North Carolina, and that's what I want the world to see. I don't want it to be overshadowed by the actions of a few, but I want people to see uh, the power and the beauty of this community that makes it so great. And so uh, I would ask you today, what are some steps forward to continue to pray for the uh, widow of Keith Scott, pray for his seven children, pray for his mother. Uh, They released part of her interview today, and I know she's hurting, and so many of his other family members and relatives and friends and that community that loved him. So pray for all of them, pray for the city of Charlotte, pray for the leadership of our city, that the right decisions will be made and that things will be carried out the way that they need to be carried out. Let's just pray that justice will come forth and that the truth will be made known. Uh, More than anything, my prayer is that the truth will be made known and that the right outcomes will come forth from this situation. And like I say, it won't just be something else where we march for a week or two and we go on with our lives and we never address the elephant in the room. At some point, we have to address the elephant in the room. And it is beyond time uh, that we talk about it. And we have to talk about it in an intelligent way. Uh, We have to understand that there are going to be varying perspectives and viewpoints when we have those conversations. But we have to be willing to engage them because it has to happen. It has to happen. We can't continue to see these type of tragedies and things unfold in our nation because 
like I said, tipping points can be good or bad. I mean, we can reach a tipping point for change or we can reach a tipping point that totally dismantles our nation. And so let's move toward the right change, the right actions, the right progress that we want to see in the world. So those are just some of my thoughts and perspectives about uh, what's going on in our city right now. I could have talked about other things, but the reality is everybody's talking about Charlotte. Everybody's talking about Tulsa. Um, The attention is on these two incidents, and I um, wanted to just share some perspectives with you today. So let's send love and light and prayers uh, to the uh, family of Terrence Crutcher and the family of Keith Scott, and let's pray that justice will prevail in these situations. And so um, that's my perspective for today. I'll be back next week. Uh, with more empowerment for you. I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend and that you continue to uphold my community in your thoughts and prayers. Thank you in advance and be blessed.